Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. The best part about leading your heart with community over competition helps you see the world from a different perspective. I know comparison amplifies self-doubt and can feel like we're left out, lacking, or not even living the life we're destined to live because of what we see on social media. But what if we saw someone we admire online and felt a sigh of relief, a sigh of relief to think, wow, if she can do that, it's possible for me too. If you know me well, you know I'm always looking on the bright side. I'm always super encouraging of others and cheering the loudest for friends and small business owners. Even through the hype and excitement, I'm human. I want what I want and I want it right now, right? Can we relate to that? We all have really big dreams and it's tough juggling life, family goals, and the weight of the world on our shoulders. Over five years ago, I had the honor of attending the Rising Tide Society Leaders Retreat in Minnesota and luckily developed an instant forever friendship with today's guest. If you're unfamiliar with the Rising Tide Society, it's a global movement that empowers, connects, and supports small business owners and creative entrepreneurs. With local chapters around the world, this community helps your business grow and reminds you that you're never alone on this business journey. Tap into the Rising Tide Society to find local meetups, tons of education, business resources, and even super cute merch. They have some really cute t-shirts and sweaters too. Rising Tide Society has introduced me to many of my business besties. For today's interview, I have the honor of introducing you to a dear friend that quite literally is living my dream. Living on the border of Texas and Arkansas in a really, really small town, raising two tiny gentlemen, running a thriving photography studio on her property, and offering education for mamas and photographers, this friend is truly living the dream. Today, we'll be chatting about maximizing your mini sessions, building a luxury photography business in a small town, creating experiences that families value, and the vision behind building her dream photo studio. Yes, this conversation will go deeper into photography, but as I always say, business is business, babe. You can apply any of these strategies and mindset shifts to your life and business. Without further ado... Please welcome my dear friend, Kayla Brent. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, 
and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, Kayla. Welcome to the party. I'm so grateful you can be here today. I am so excited to be here and I'm just thrilled about this conversation that we're about to have. Yes. Well, I just love that we have stayed connected over the years and let's just get into some of these juicy questions and really be a resource for photographers and entrepreneurs. You ready? I am ready. Let's go, babe. So please share with us, what are the biggest mistakes photographers are making when they're trying to sell out their mini sessions? The biggest mistake that I see people making in regards to like just selling it out is people or photographers, when they are launching their mini session, meaning they're posting about it, they're letting people know, they put like mini effort into it. They don't treat it like, it is as big of a deal as it should be. If you're going to do something and you really want to make thousands and thousands of dollars, which it's possible because I have, I'm in a small town. And if you want to know how small my town is, my laptop like stopped working, like would not turn on. The nearest Apple store to me is two hours away. That's how small of a town that I live in. I had to drive to Little Rock, Arkansas to, so, I mean, really, so, even in a small town, I've made thousands of dollars, but I see it here in my small town with uh, other photographers whose work is phenomenal. I see it in other cities. I see it all over. People put many effort into it. It's kind of like they have an idea and it's almost like they're like, hey, I have this thing. Like, what do y'all think about it? Oh, no, ma'am. That's not how we're doing this. We are going into it like I have this. And this is why it's amazing. So that is really the thing that I think that people or photographers, they have an idea and they immediately start posting about it and don't really think about a marketing strategy. Oh my gosh, you are so right. Because I don't want to call anybody out right now, but if you're listening and you're thinking, hey, maybe that's me, like, come on, sister. Like, because I see that and you're right. People almost post about it as if it's a question. Like, oh, I'm thinking of these dates. What do you think? Or, oh, I'm thinking of this location. Thoughts? Uh, okay, great. Yes, it's it's great. We can get into the strategy about picking locations and stuff. I know you're a wealth of knowledge for that. But you're right. That's their marketing efforts. That That is it. And that is... Um... Not that that's bad. And by the way, whenever we're talking about, if you feel that way, if you're like, oh my gosh, I've done that. Guess what? I have too. And I've made every mistake along the way. And now I can see why the it didn't work. Why I was only making hundreds of dollars, maybe a thousand dollars instead of the past mini session I made, made I was just under $8,000 in one day. And so it's not something that's like, if you feel any weird feelings ever, anytime, not just in this podcast, if you're reading a book, you're like, oh my gosh, I've done that. That is like a huge blessing. That's just like, oh, I I can stop that, that right now. And really it's just thinking about your marketing strategy in this sense, which is so easy to do. Now, those questions are good questions. You do want to test your market to see if like, is that something they would actually want? And But that isn't a totally different 
way of doing it. You could put a poll out there of, hey, I have these ideas for different mini sessions. Which one which one do you want to see first? That's almost like that is that will give you uh, so much information because they'll be like, oh, this one and this one are kind of tied. Now, once I know that, like say you have five different ones for, you know, five different seasons or five different holidays, which two do you really need to concentrate on? For instance, for me, uh, my biggest session is Santa. And I see that if I was to put that poll out there, I bet they would say Santa then I know that I need to be investing in the best Santa I possibly can get. That that would, I mean, it's just all knowledge here. So there is ways of, those questions are not bad, but those are not the questions to be asking when you're ready to make money. When you're ready to make money, you are ready to have a marketing plan, you have graphics, you have a, a launch plan for this, a whole marketing plan. So yeah, that goes back to the, the whole biggest mistake is I just see people putting in mini effort for mini sessions. Wow. I love that you are definitely shining light on that and you're doing it with so much grace because <laughs> it's true, right? These are all just lessons. Uh, we really are your big sisters. We've paved the way. So please share. I would love if you could share just maybe one thing that we can shift in our marketing to actually maximize our minis. To maximize your minis, the first thing, I'm not going to say this will make it the biggest thing, but the first thing that I know I've done and I see a lot of people do is to not call it a mini session. If you call it a mini session, with, no matter what it is, you're going to get people who are immediately looking for a budget. They're, they're working on a budget for their photography, whether they can afford it or not. That's not the issue here, whether they have budgeted money and they, they really value photography or not. And you, those are the people that you want. You do not want bargain shoppers. So y'all all seen the mean meme of like, I don't even know who that man is, but he's like, you got any more of those minis? <laughs> like, it's just like people like begging for mini sessions because they are people who don't want full service sessions. So I, Highly recommend to not call it a mini session, call it something that is an experience because it should be. My, my Santa session is called the Santa experience. It truly is that. There is nothing mini about it at all. Like I have thought about it from the before they get here to the moment they get here, what they get to do after they leave. Santa and I have a whole plan. Like, so call it something that's not. If I was to call it, like, because it is an experience, but like I have my horses where they're in a spot. So the Santa gives the kids reindeer food and then they get to go feed it to the horses afterwards. I mean, it's a real experience they're getting. But can you imagine if I called that the Santa mini? Like, oh, yeah, I just devalued that so much. And I know some of you were like, but I don't have a horse and I don't have this. and I don't have that. Oh, don't put yourself in a box. So let's think of another situation, like a Mother's Day session where you're inviting moms in. I have to call it the moments of motherhood. I invite moms in and it's just a really good time with their children and just a mom and children. That's it. No dad, nobody else because we rarely get those as moms and you can make it. And I don't do this. I'm giving you ideas of something to do. Uh, everybody out there who's listening to this, you can make it to where you have a rose for each of the kids to give their mom. And it's something that you sneak in there and, you know, make it an experience, make it easy there and don't put the name mini on it because can you imagine something that beautiful and that something so thoughtful 
then being called a mini session? Like, no, no, we're better than that. And that's how you make money. It's not a, it, people are like, and honestly, I, I just being completely transparent. When I started teaching this, um, I made, I had a goal for my first time to make $3,000 and I hit $5,000. So I said, if I do this again, I'll teach it. And then I set a goal for $5,000 again, and I made over seven. So I was like, okay, I'll teach it now. Like I, this is definitely working. I was very hesitant to share my numbers because of the fact I didn't want my local clientele to be like, oh my gosh, she's ripping us off. You know, she's making all of this money. No, 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 no. Let me tell you, I am offering such a good service. They are getting a deal and they feel that way. And my clients, I've had no pushback. I've had I've not lost one single person from that because it's nothing is about it is many. There is a good price tag on it, but I also elevate the experience. So we don't call it a mini session. I <laughs> Long story that. short. Yes. Well, yeah. So that cross out the minis and maximize your experience. I love that lesson. Thank you, Kayla. Yeah, I think it's so fun. And there's there's so much more value that we can add as photographers to creating these beautiful experiences. So it's not just us going to a park and taking some pictures in the grass or right, like at a location, like there's, there's some inner like exchanges here. Like there's some memories made and that is the beauty of what we can do as photographers. And especially in small spaces, we can get really creative with these, just these really, really special like heirloom moments. So thank you. Yes. And that is the whole thing of it. We are really just trying to create, I mean, we're artists. I, I believe photography is like where art and science meet or in art and math. And I mean, it is an art form and we are just trying to create a good environment that cultivates good memories. And if you get those two things going, you will get good pictures. Like, so that's the beautiful thing about a mini session. They can be more fun. They can be um, a little bit more like for lack of a better word, quirky, because you can have props and you can have things because sometimes they're themed. Um, Valentine sessions, I've been seeing a lot of people in my group post about their Valentine session coming up. Like you can have a little bit more fun and sparkle and you can just really set the stage, especially if you're photographing children who might be hesitant from the camera. It makes them more relaxed. It makes the memory so much more fun. So it's not about I'm going to get my picture made. It's more about, oh, I get to go have fun. And then we get pictures as well. So starting with the experience of it, everything else will fall in line. And that's just business in a whole. If you are putting your clients first and their needs and taking care of them to the best of your ability, then everything else will fall into place. The pictures will be there. They will be relaxed and it'll be genuine and fun. Yes. Well, and I'm just thinking what a relief for moms that are listening to this thinking, wow, like this is actually stress-free. Like I am not going to be bribing my child with gummy bears and with like, you know, little sweets and toys and ice cream trips after because I'm not forcing them to smile. We're literally just exchanging. Like we're just having an experience and that's just so beautiful. Absolutely. Like with my, with the whole horse thing and Santa bringing reindeer food, that was something that I communicated to the parents 
within within the email like hey just letting you know that um i will have my horse dot in oakley they'll be in the round pen right by where you park santa is giving all the good boys and girls after they get their good pictures taken giving them all reindeer food that he brought from the north pole i was like and you're feel free to tell them to prepare them for this because we need that's another thing make sure that you are communicating with the children if they're involved as well but feel free to tell your children I will also reiterate it. So when I go outside, before they even come in the studio, I walk outside and I just get them excited. Like, Santa's here. He has <laughs> reindeer food. I was like, do you see my horses? Like, and, and so if you can think of a creative way to quote unquote bribe, where it takes it off the parent's plate, because that's technically what that is. Like, do Santa's excited to see you? And there's a million other ways that you can do this. Yes, the horses, I do have leverage. But y'all, I had never done that before. It was just an idea that came to me. I was like, oh, that's genius. Yeah. But it's just something you can be creative with and think about it. Maybe there's something that's close to your area. Maybe there's an ice cream shop. You can can get a discount on something, contact a business. Maybe you have a really great local ice cream shop. Maybe they get a discount or a free ice cream um, for, for one of the kids. And, you know, it just see what you can do. Like I came up with that on the top, off the top of my head. Yeah. So something to get them motivated to do really well for the pictures. Incredible. Oh my gosh. So now that our ideas are flooding with mini session ideas, maximizing this experience, can you please dive a little bit deeper into the systems and the tech that you would recommend when it actually comes to organizing your mini sessions? This is a really big topic and this is a whole thing to unpack. And this, if, if there is anything that's like, I don't have like a good seamless answer yet because nothing is out there that I love that checks all of my boxes. That's where we're at. Now, I will tell you, and I learned this from a friend, uh, Brittany Elise, she does many sessions and kills it as well. Because I I cannot find something that promoted scarcity in the way that I wanted it to. Um, I want people to see when things are sold out. If you can promote scarcity, that is huge. Like this is business 101. We need them to see when things are sold out. I couldn't find something that did that, that I liked well. There is um, one... I cannot even remember the name off the top of my head that some people use that do a pretty good job. If I can remember it, I'll send it to you and you can put it in the show notes. Uh, but the one that I use that works and it's very affordable is Big Cartel, which Big Cartel is like mostly for uh, products and shirts and usually some kind of not normally a digital something, which isn't even digital. This is, you know, they're coming right. to me an event. This is not usually used for events. However, it works very well for this type of thing, because whenever they purchase, I have the time slots in there and it will say sold out after, after that. Now that is the one that I use for booking. Now to, to deliver the galleries, that's a totally different software. And that's the thing that I say, it's not seamless yet. I have not found a one-stop shop. I am Sprout Studios, biggest fan ever. I've been with Sprout Studio. They're my client management system. So they're the ones that, you know, I send the invoice and the contracts and all of that. The different thing about Sprout, it's for just for photographers. So they have the gallery aspect of it. So the way that I do it is I actually take, edit, and deliver the photos all in one day. And Sprout Studio is a big key to allowing me to do that because I 
Once I take the pictures, I've already blocked myself off. I usually go to Starbucks just to get out of the studio and I will sit there, call and edit the photos, and then I can drag them into Sprout Studio Gallery. And I have it set up in a way because the way I do my pricing is they get so many images included and then they can purchase the whole gallery for a separate fee. And literally I have the email template set up. I have everything in Sprout Studio. So the gallery's there. They know exactly how to purchase the whole gallery if they want to. So I get paid again, potentially. If, I, if they like all the photos, they can purchase again. So that's another way that I upsell, but I don't have to touch anything. Like I used to do um, IPS, which is in-person sales and selling products and all of the things. I didn't love that. I loved it for the, the I, I loved it for, the money, like I will say, it's a great moneymaker. However, it's a lot of work. You work for that money. It's a lot of touching, a lot of customization, size, picture, what product. And so I have moved away from that in my business. I offer that if they need help, but nobody ever takes me up on it. So this way they get the gallery and they can choose what they want. I don't have to see it. All I see is, oh, they purchased it. There's money going into the account because they love them all. Yes. <laughs> you touching like that's, yeah. <laughs> that. That is the way it works. So Big Cartel is where they book. Sprout Studio is where the gallery is uploaded and the, where they can make their purchases for the upsell. And again, I will get you links. So if you are interested in that, I also use Sprout Studio for every single one of my sessions I have since 2016. And it is the best investment it, I, that I'm glad that I made even early on when I was like, oh my gosh, this kind of hurts. You know, it's been such a blessing for my business. That's amazing. And I'm so happy that you are really transparent with the tech and what's working, what's not. Um, I know for myself, I use a website called RegFox, um, which has been really helpful because uh, it's definitely more of like an events platform. People buy tickets, I do air quotes tickets, but I love it because it's a lot more private than like Eventbrite or something like that. Because with other event things like that, you literally open up to the World Wide Web. And sometimes you just want like local mommies in your like neighborhood or people in your own social media circle. Um, you know, we can get into, you know, ads and all that stuff later. Um, actually that could be a whole different podcast, but, uh, yeah. So I use Reg Fox for my minis and, um, and then I have Pixie set for my deliveries for that stuff like that. And a lot of my students are using Pixie set. And I just, because of the fact that Sprout Studio has the gallery already in there and it's kind of all integrated together. I haven't needed to do that, but I have seen success with Pixie Set. So there are like so many different ways. And right now, like, and I, I hope that some software companies are like listening to this. <laughs> like we need, we need something that's seamless. And that was the one thing that I really wanted and kind of what you were talking about with the events. This is something private. I don't want it opened up to everybody. I also don't want it to be, um, I want it to have that scarcity aspect to it. I've got to have that sold out. They've got to be able to see that because what is happening for a lot of them is once it, it purchases, it just takes it away. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah. And that doesn't push the scarcity. Say you have 10 sessions that are available. Well, it looks a lot better if these are all grayed out and say sold out and there's five more whether, rather than just five coming up. They yeah. didn't know that there was once 10. So we, I have to have that. That is, that's just, that's just business. We have to be able to do that. And I think that that's why uh, I have been 
successful with minis, it really came from a, it was out of desperation that I started doing minis because of the fact that I am a luxury photography studio. And I, so I high-end clients, I don't even like saying that out loud. It kind of makes me want to throw up back here, but <laughs> just to like, be honest, like I, if people come in here, I give them the best experience ever. You know, I don't have a quantity. I do not have quantity. I have smaller amount of clients than most people, maybe even listening to this right now. I have way few clients, but I serve them very, very well. And that's the way I've set up my business for many, many years from whenever I went full-time, I used to teach high school. And when I went full-time as a photographer, I rented a studio in our downtown. And then it, then I decided my husband and I decided it was time to, instead of funding somebody else's investment, we might as well build on the property. And I just pay myself back. So I got a business loan. I built the studio of my dreams. However, it got done in 2019, August of 2019. And I was on cloud nine. I had done one session and I found out I was expecting my second son. And I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Huge note. I'm pregnant. It's fine. It's all going to be okay. I'm going to work really, really hard during my pregnancy so I can take in a maternity leave. I have this beautiful studio. I'll just work really hard. Well, if you know, what happens if you, if you can all remember back into um, my whole pregnancy was during the shutdowns of 2020. Yes. So whenever I had a huge note, Instagram is a lie. This is why you would think that like, oh, Kayla's killing it. Like, do you see her studio? Do you see all these things? I was in so much stress and pregnant and in a pandemic and I couldn't walk away from this. I literally built it. It was, it steps from my house and it was a moment of what do you do? Like, what can I do? How I, I did not know. And um, so then in June of 2020, I had my son, my second son, Wisdom. And I, but I knew I was, you know, I really enjoyed that time. I just kind of had to let go because we all kind of did. You either let go or you just like let it drown you. There was, that was the only options during that time. And I had so much stacked against me and on top of me. And I was like, I'm not going to let it ruin this experience to my child. So I was just like, we're just, I, so I kept paying the payments every month. I watched my bank account dwindle, dwindle, dwindle. And finally, whenever I was able to, you know, get childcare for a few hours, I sat down and I was like, what can I do? And I had never done minis for years because I was like, I'm a, I, I don't do that. I'm above that. I'm a luxury photographer. Like I do high end stuff. I don't want to have a whole bunch of clients. And it was a very humbling moment for me to be like, well, you got to. So I sat down and I made a strategy on how to price it for profit. And I'll be honest, I have a free class and I will get that link of how I did my pricing. And in there, I go through my pricing of how I did it in 2022 and then 2023. That first time I did it, I don't have the numbers on that because I was just, I was just like, we'll see if this works. I have no idea what I made or how I made it. I just know I made money. So I kept redoing it again when I hit, and that's what I teach in the class. When I hit, uh, I set a goal for $3,000 and I was to help recoup. I was only wanting to pay for the studio. Forget the other expenses. Like yeah. they were there. They were there. Like, don't get me wrong. I was still paying everything, but I was just like, I need to make $3,000. Uh, just to get a little bit of cushion in here. And whenever 
I, I beat or I hit that. And then in 2022, I set the goal for 3000 again, and I made five. And I said, if I do it again, I'll teach it. And in 2023, I set my goal at $5,000 and I made over seven. So that's why I teach it. I have the course mini session method blueprint, which is the 30,000 foot overview of that. That's kind of like, what were the steps in my desperation of me newly postpartum? I'm in a studio. Everything looks like it's great, um, but I'm drowning what did I do? These are the steps that I take. And, and it's like I said, it's just an overview. It's a 30,000 foot overview of how I pre-launch, launch and all of the things. So uh, it's a blueprint and I am working on something. Y'all are the first to actually know about this. I am working on something right now. So a blueprint is kind of like measurements and it's kind of an overview of everything. If you imagine it on there, I'm working on something right now that's like with the same analogy of construction of like, where do I buy my nails? Like every single detail, like, where do you get, where do you get this? How do you do that? It's every single step I take behind the scenes. And it's something that I've done in a small town. It can be done anywhere. And I'm really excited about that. But mini session method blueprint is definitely up. And when the other new course is up, I will get that for you as well. So in case your listeners are interested. Amazing, Kayla. I'm so happy that you literally brought us through your story and your heart behind these mini sessions. And, and I love that you're being so transparent with this like desperation. I feel like so many of us, we get into this business because yes, many of us, we really enjoy it. We have a passion. We have a passion for photographing our children of our, you know, our trips, maybe just our dogs and our cats. If we don't have our own babies yet, um, like we, we live it. Right. And then sometimes we're thinking, how can we just make some extra money? Like, right. Like we talked about like this economy is crazy. And I think, you know, I feel like a lot of people may have this weight on their shoulders thinking, you know, who's going to pay me because I can't pay my own bills right now. Right. Like I feel like a lot of us can relate to that, but I want to talk about abundance. I want to talk about growth. I want to talk about us truly. I literally got the chills right now. Like just being in alignment with universe, with God, with our plans, like how can we switch that and instead say, wait a second, even though many of us are struggling and photography is absolutely a luxury, right? Like we don't need photography to survive, but how can we spin that from a photographer's perspective by saying, hey, wait a second, I actually can help generate income for my family. I actually can help like buy those cleats for my son for his upcoming thing or send my daughter to, you know, her cheer camp or even just being able to afford protein and have steak on the table on Sunday. Like, let's chat about that. Like, let's chat about the possibilities. Oh, the first thing that it is, and it's kind of like two women talking on a podcast who are, you know, technically on the other side of it. It's like, it's like, of course, of course y'all are saying this is possible and it's all the things. And let me go ahead and tell you, like, I know, and I, and, and we are both working on different things in our businesses right now. The bottom of one mountain or the top of one mountain is the bottom of another. We are constantly striving and to do more and all of the things. But I think if you take away anything from this episode, I want you to know that success, there is no limit on it. There is no, it, it is, there's nothing special about any person that you see. There is nothing special about Taylor Swift. There's nothing special about, they're all human beings that have hearts and air in their lungs and gifted. Oh, my stars. Absolutely. Yes. 
But whatever it is inside of you that is saying, and you have that whisper, maybe you're a nine to five job and you're like, I wish I was, I wish I was doing this. Or on your lunch break, you're looking at Pinterest at these, at different kinds of pictures. Or if you see something like my studio, for instance, if that is something that you're like, man, I want that. That's like hashtag goals. You can have it, especially I, it's proof. It's proof. If anybody else has it, it's just proof that it's possible and there is nothing stopping you, but, but you, you are the only person stopping you. So that is a really big, the, the step number one is just believing that it's possible. Even if you can't, cause I had trouble with this. I was like, I can't believe that I'm worthy of this. I faked it. I was like, I'm just going to fake it and just keep <laughs> going and keep working hard until, and then it's like, oh, and then you do something that's then you do something that's good. And they're like, okay, well, yay. I, and then you keep doing that. And those things kind of snowball. And then you end up into a custom built studio, which I didn't tell y'all in that I paid it off within two years. It's, it's paid for now. Yes. And so this is not something that is, I, I mean, I'm just very transparent about that. I mean, it, it wasn't just on mini sessions, but, you know, in hard work and time, like I don't have to pay a monthly fee whenever I was paying a thousand dollars a month just to rent something that wasn't down steps for me. So taking the aspect of you can do it is number one. And then number two, what is your why? And I, and I split this up in two whys because everybody, especially if your mom, they always go to their kids, which is a strong why. So go with that one. Like, what is it? What are you wanting to provide? What is something on the hard days you can visualize? Whether that is taking your family out to a really nice restaurant once a month. That's something that you aren't able to do right now that you're like, if I could do that, I would feel successful. Or if I could buy a new car because we keep on having to take mine to the shop, I would feel successful. It, it could be a materialistic thing or it could be a feeling like, I feel like I can walk confidently now because I'm providing for my family, whatever it is, have that, that one. And then I want you to have like one that's like, particularly for you. Like there could be one that's like financial related finances, whatever it may be. I know a lot of people, cause I, my son's eight and he plays baseball and a lot of them are traveling. That's thousands of dollars, thousands and thousands and thousands. And maybe that's your kid is very gifted and you want to be able to provide that. That photography can give you that for sure. Many sessions alone can give you that for sure. So, and then have a why that's just back to you, whether it's a feeling or something for yourself or however that may look, everybody has a different story, but because there will be hard days. There always is hard days there. My journey looks like nobody else's and it will never be duplicated again. There's so many people who've gotten way the results way faster than me. That's my goal here. Uh, I made all the mistakes. So I make a roadmaps now. Success leaves clues. I, it took me a long time to get here. Too long. So, um, and, and really just on the hard days, being able to have that why to look back on. Absolutely beautiful. Yes. And I love how we can have this conversation and just be absolutely real about it. Like this is real life. We've made this choice and we're going to do whatever it takes. And I just love your heart behind this so much, Kayla. I appreciate that. And just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing that we get to do in photography. I know you feel exactly the same. If anything else, it gave us freedom. It gave us freedom to live the lives that we want to live with no restriction. So if you want to move into a different style of photography, you can, 
however that may look, I personally chose to do mini sessions and not only because of the profit anymore, but because of the uh, freedom that it gives me because of the fact that I have two children, one's eight at the time of this recording, one's eight and one's three. And that's only one day of childcare. That's only one day of me missing dinner. That's only one day. And I can schedule it around their schedules. So it's just one day and that I'm not present instead of like every single afternoon during the busy season, I'm not there. So that's another re reason why not only is it profitable, but it just works with my life. So it gives me freedom. And what's better than that? Right. Oh my gosh. Seriously. All the bells and whistles, all the confetti. I feel like you're dropping so many little golden nuggets here, but I do, I do absolutely want to kind of revisit. I know you kind of just mentioned that you constructed, designed, and built a studio on your land. And I'm not gonna let you just like fly by that. Okay. <laughs> like that has been a goal. like a selfishly like dream of mine for years. I know, you know, my story about wanting to open up my own wedding venue one day, like construct it from the, you know, dirt to, you know, all the things. And, you know, now I am totally scaling back thinking I don't have to construct this $3 million project from the ground up. What a blessing that is. Like now you're like, oh, I'm glad that I, I, I had some more life experience before I jumped into that. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? Oh That's yeah. A huge this, project. This is all God's plan. This is all, I call it my dirt road on the roadmap, right? Like this is my bumpy dirt road on my way through like my journey through life. Um, but please Kayla, like, I would love to know, um, like, tell us about it. Like, tell us about the construction. I mean, did you just kind of kind of puzzle piece Pinterest inspiration? I know you have very, like very wise eye for light. And so like, you know, creating your windows and stuff. So like, how did this even happen? I have like a million questions for you. I am looking now, uh, so not to get away from the microphone, but I'm looking now. So if you're watching the video, I can show you how it started. It's really funny. I was not prepared for this. Yes. Uh, oh my God. I love it. I have this whole folder of how it all started out and there was nothing to base it off of. So what I did is I drew it on a piece of paper and I'm not sure that I still have the piece of paper. Maybe it's in here, but literally... This is the floor plan. Like no joke, I drew it out on a piece of paper because it was um, at the moment of my studio that was in downtown Texarkana that I loved. It was an old building that was a garage that I converted into a studio. It kept flooding because it was old. So it was kind of like, we have to do this really well and we have to do it quick because, and I did lose a lot of my clients because they had to move on to other people. I just like deuced out of this place because it kept, you know, going. So it was really on the fly. And my husband was completely supportive of this. I mean, of course, my husband was very much involved in this process because of the fact that it is steps from our home. <laughs> and one thing that I did is, and here is a picture of, oh, I do have the drawing. This is what I drew. So beautiful. This, this is, and it's so funny. This was in the time like farmhouse decor was really big. We did not end up doing this, but this was the drawing that I drew out. And it was like, this is the look. And what's funny that is, is that it was 2018 when I was drawing this. I have always loved horses, always. And I never had a horse. And I didn't at this time have a horse. I was looking at horse barns. So I was just like drawing on a piece of paper. But of course, those are just like the, and I share all that. That has nothing to do with photography, but just has to do with, I 
had a vision. I drew it down and I wrote it down and I told people that's with any goal, have it, write it down, tell other people about it. That's what I did. And then, um, this was something that I made. Uh, this looks on here. All it was, I photoshopped this over it just to make sure everybody who was doing things, they did it right and put the windows in the right spot and all of the things. Um, there was just metal poles here. All it was was metal poles. All you see that's white and black is things that I did um, in Photoshop. So anyways, it was the, the very first thing that I did. And this is kind of how God works. And I kind of needed because it was such a financial, such a financial um, burden to take on. And I had never gone into any kind of debt like this for my business. I needed some signs. So the first thing, whenever you're building a studio, the number one thing I would say to do uh, here in America, you need to have it where it is a north facing building. And I believe that's for all of America. It may not be. Um, so Google it. Okay. You want to have, you don't want the sunlight to directly come in because that would mean, oh, at this time of the year, I can't shoot during this time of the day. So my building is north facing. That means my windows are here. The sun is constantly behind my studio going like this. So I don't have any direct sunlight. That's number one thing. So my husband and I looked at the property and we were like, where could we put something that was a north facing building. And um, we we were like, well, that's the only, our, our property has rolling hills. He's like, well, that's the only spot besides where our house is, it's flat ground. Girl, you'll never believe, you'll never believe this. I, I've never shared this publicly either. We were looking at the spot here and before the people, we did not build our house, they had a trailer house right here where the studio was. So there was a sewer system already in place there was electrical already there was a pole right there and it was like and he found the original owner they came out and told us where everything was and how they had it set up so I had I did not have to put in a septic system for our for you know the bathroom and all of that for water and all, it was all here so I had water and I had septic, which are two huge expenses huge. already done. So that was a big thing. So you want it to be North facing. Um, uh, another, these are just things that are like, it doesn't matter if you are doing it tiny or big or whatever you need to have it North facing, be mindful of the flooring that you're choosing. You don't want to have something that's a trend because flooring is expensive. I personally wanted the concrete. I wanted unstained gray concrete. I can always throw something on the ground and yep. gray is not offensive. Yep. So um, you can always put something down and then the color of the paint, because you have a North facing building with only lights on the front. It can make it seem very, very blue. So you want to make sure the paint that you put on there does not have a blue undertone because it'll make it look like double blue. Um, so it's anything, it needs to be like a straight white, just avoid the blues, maybe a tiny bit of undertone of yellow. When I say tiny, I mean like the itsy bitsy bit. Like a uh, that was a big thing. <laughs> yes, a little bit warmth. You need a little bit of that in there because it's, it's, it's in the shadow all the time, which is what we want, but at the same time. So yes. And, um, another thing was my husband at the same time was wanting to build a shop. And, um, so we talked about this and, and I made the design of how his shop is actually behind this wall. So it's all house under roof. So this is kind of the whole square of the building. 
only this part here is my studio. This is the bathroom and the, my podcast room yeah. here. And this is all of his, his, his side is bigger than my side, but <laughs> my side is finished and pretty and his yeah. is ugly. Oh my gosh. You are literally speaking my language. I can't tell you how many times I like, I literally should pull up. Maybe I'll find them and share them on the blog <laughs> for the show notes and stuff. But like, I have those designs, Kayla, like that's just my, like, I have like, you should see my wall here full of like my checkpoints on how to get there. Like, I just, I'm so grateful for you walking this path and taking this risk and sharing the story because I am now living in this era that if it's possible for you, it's possible for me. Like, absolutely. So it is possible for whoever's listening to this. Yes, It is possible for anybody. And it's not that it's always easy. Like, remember my story. I got done with it and I still... I got done and everything was beautiful and I was so excited. And then I was pregnant and then it was the pandemic (laughs) and it was like raining. It was like a huge blessing that a wet blanket got thrown on. Uh, However, there was a way you, you just never give up as long as you don't give up. You've got it. That's the number one thing. Don't give up. Keep pushing your first mini session that you do might be the biggest flop ever ever, ever, ever. And someone actually messaged me before they were, they were interested in purchasing mini session at the blueprint. And by the way, no question is ever a silly question at all. I love all questions, but they were like, can you guarantee that I'll make $7,000 with this program? This program is $67. Okay. At this time of the recording, it is always, I'm always adjusting the price. It's always going up, but I just, and it was a valid question. However, you have to know that no success would work that way. If it was that way, first off, I would be charging $14,000 for it because you did it twice and you would have your return on investment. So it would be a lot more expensive. But second, there is just no way that you can have that kind of success without failure first because there is so much lesson in that. It's kind of like your first at bat. If somebody shows you how to swing the ball, perfectly and beautifully, which is what the blueprint does. It shows you how to swing the bat so you can hit the ball perfectly. Your first time might not be the best, but you might make contact. And that was better than it was before. And you keep doing it. You keep getting better until you get a grand slam. So I'm like, this is how I did it and how I recommend you start doing it. And then every year it goes up too. you, it builds credibility and people look forward to it. People set alarms now for their Santa session because they know it sells out. And so, and they're like, oh, it sold out last year. It's going to sell out again this year. So push that scarcity, y'all. Only offer five spots. Mm-hmm. Sell it out. And then say it sold out. And then yeah. do it again the next year or the next month if it's not a seasonal thing. So, yeah. yes, you can do it. You can do it. Yes, let's go. Let's oh, go. my gosh. Well, I would love, um, as we start to wrap up, I have like so many more questions for you, but um, I would love for you to please share a little bit more about your shop. I feel like you are such a wealth of knowledge and you are stepping into, I don't even say you're stepping in, you're diving in head first. You're already like freestyle swimming and education. (laughs) So please tell us, Kayla, like how can we connect with you? How can we learn from you? Can you please share just like a quick little, like little window shop experience for you and all your products? I love that. And that is actually something that I have created. It's almost, 
this is an oxymoron, but it's intentionally and by accident. I started off, I, I create resources that I wish I would have had. I have a degree in fine arts, a bachelor's in fine arts. I took photography classes and walked away not knowing how to use manual mode. And it's just been very frustrating and thousands and thousands of dollars I've wasted. So I create all the resources that I wish I would have had to start and grow my photography business. So if there's something that you are needing to start or grow your photography photography business. I have it. My, my signature course. And I, I can't really say I have favorites, but I do like you just do. I don't have a favorite child, but I may have a favorite course. And I think that that is mastering manual mode because that's where everybody needs to start. Everyone says you need to get clients. Like that's the, that's the number one step. Oh no, sister, don't get clients yet. That's a, you're going to have a panic attack because you don't know what you're doing with your camera. You're not going to feel confident. You're going to be fumbling around. A mastering manual mode gives you full confidence. It's step-by-step. Step. It is broken down. It's so much fun. I love that course. So I, I have everything from mastering manual mode to photography business from scratch is literally everything that I did wrong in my business. I tell you what to do from setting up uh, legally portfolios, LLCs, what I did wrong with that. I go through all of those things, how to, what you need on your website, why you need a client management system, how to build a port or a wardrobe for free. I did that because I have a client wardrobe, how to do that for free. I go through every single step that you need to have for a solid foundation for your photography business there. And then I have how to scale it with, with mini session method blueprint, my other course that will be coming out very soon about mini sessions, which is every detail. So, and then I have things scattered in between there that you might need like editing and lighting and all of those things. It's kind of like a library, but if I figured it out and I cracked the code on it, then I made it, I made a resource for it. So somebody can get success faster than I did. That's amazing. And I love your heart for sharing, right? You're like, okay, I did this, this worked. You like trial and error, you never gave up. And now we both can stand on these platforms and say, okay, great. Well, this is how I can help you and don't make these mistakes. Or if you are making these mistakes, like you're on the right path. I love yes. it. Oh, that's, that's how you learn. Making the mistake is like the best part because then the, my students who have the, who have had the best success or the quickest are the ones who like got their hands dirty first. And they were like, wait, that doesn't work. Or they invested in a really expensive camera and they were like, oh my goodness, like <laughs> this is not cutting it. Like they've already got their hands dirty and they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And they're motivated by that. So absolutely make mistakes. Uh, the only way you're not going to make mistakes is by not trying. So keep trying. Yes. Oh my goodness. And in closing, I would love to ask, what is your key tip, Kayla? What is something that you wish you knew sooner? Something that I wish I would have known sooner is that it's okay to be a beginner. You cannot start something new or be a beginner and look good at the same time, it's impossible. And I am such a person, I wanna come out of the gate just doing it well, or I don't wanna do it at all. Like, oh, I'm not good at this, I'm done. And I wish that I would have, if I could go back to younger me, been like, enjoy it, uh, invest in some education, because and we'll, and I will say, whenever I was learning all this, whenever you were learning all this, there was not the, the resources that we have today. <laughs> It was not like this at all. Mm -hmm. uh, it was bootstrapping it. But I wish there were so many things that I would have allowed myself to suck at. And just allow yourself to sit with that. And it's, and it's okay. Allow to 
publicly show those things and not feel cringe about it. It's fine. People are going to see you fail. Doesn't matter. Nobody's opinion of you matters. If they're not going to speak at your funeral, they don't matter. So that is my biggest takeaway from of anything, any tip is allow yourself to be a beginner and don't put pressure on yourself. I'm learning how to play the piano right now and I'm not great at it. It's just a kind of an outlet that I want to do. And there's so many times I'm like, I'm just done. Like I'm just done. <laughs> I'm just bad at this. And it's not something that it's, it's the one thing that I can't turn into a business. So I'm like, that's why I'm doing it. Um, I love music and I'm like, I never want to be a musician. So I'm like, this is something I can't throw my business strategies at. So I need to do it. And I'm really not great at it. So it's, it's very humbling, but at the same time, it is for, especially if you're going into photography, if you feel like you are no good at this right now, if you feel like that person over there is doing better than you, do not compare your beginning to their middle or their beginning to we're like, I know for both of us, we don't shoot like we used to, like we're towards the other side of it. That is, that is just such a disservice to yourself. And you deserve to treat yourself more kindly than that. Amazing. Oh my gosh. I love that advice. And you're right. I wish more of us were brave enough to simply take action. That's it. Just take the messy action. Just start today. Cause I mean, like, I mean, look at our businesses. I mean, we've been in this for over a decade. Like this is insane. You know, like this is years and years. Years. I mean, literally it's been so long <laughs> and it's taken me, um, so long now. And, and it's, what's funny is with now I'm starting to, people are like, Oh, you're, you do education now. And I'm like, I've been, do, I did in-person classes mm-hmm. for years yep. and years in person. Like it, if something looks like an overnight success and you are comparing yourself to their overnight success, Oh honey, just pull back the curtain. Ask them, yeah. ask them, how long have you been doing this? Nobody's going to say six months. Mm-mm. Nobody. It's been, a, it's been a very long time and it's been a long journey. However, I do feel like, and I know that you can agree with this, there was a lot of things and a lot of resources that weren't available. People can get success faster now because there are roadmaps. We didn't have those. Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, so speaking of those roadmaps, how do we find you, Kayla? How can we connect with you, tap into these resources? And if you drive um, like manual mode, like actually kick it into fourth gear, like how do we go faster? (laughs) The best way to connect with me personally is through my Instagram. That's where I show up the most. I'm not even on TikTok. Like I know everyone's like, you got to get on there. And I'm like, I don't need another thing. Okay. (laughs) Like I don't need, like I'm having trouble, like just keeping up with my kids, but I'm on Instagram. I hang out there. I share my photography journey and my life and my horses and my two beautiful children and my husband there and my chickens. We live like on a farm and our bees and all the things. That's where I hang out the most. As far as my education goes, I really want to drop. I will give you the link for my free class. That's where I go for the pricing that I spoke about. That's there. But also for all of my education, there is kaylabrent.com, B-R-I-N-T slash education. You can see my library of offerings there, including mastering manual mode the mini session method blueprint. I will have my new course out that's coming very, very soon on the mini session. So all of the things will be there, but I would love to connect with you on Instagram because that's where I hang out and I'm constantly in the DMs and it's just a fun place to connect. 
I love it. Oh my goodness. Well, I am so, so thankful for you and our friendship. And I just have to share too, before we like totally say goodbye. Um, I had to ask you, Kayla, before we started recording, I'm like, wait a second, where do we actually meet? Because this is what happens when you start, you know, attending industry events, you hire your education by attending workshops and conferences. And then all of a sudden they kind of like blend together, like watercolors, like where exactly did we meet? <laughs> so I love that we connected at one of the rising tide leader t- retreats. And In I'm just 2018, like that yes. feels like it was yesterday, but <laughs> I mean, we were talking, this was, hold on six years ago or am I, am I mathing yeah. right? Right. In- Oh my gosh, I'm an art major, not a mathematician. I don't know. <laughs> you know the yeah, like, yeah, it is 2024. Yeah. It's 2024 right now. And so it's just insane that, um, and that was about the time. And I know for you, you've always been such a go-getter and traveling and going to all these events and conferences. Well, I was able to attend that event because I, my son was finally old enough that I felt I could step away at that time. So, and I'm so glad I went because we have so many mutual friends, but we never got to meet and we got to meet at that event. So that was a lot of fun. And, and we are finally able now, we have been for a little while now, if you can go to something and connect with people, this is a very lonely industry. Do it. Oh, do it. It is. I know that it's a cost and it's an expense. It is a write-off, but you need to do it because you can create connections and be inspired. And in person is the way to do it. And then in five, six years later, you can be on their podcast. (laughs) It's true. Thank you so much for having me. This is the best. I, I could chat all day long about this and business and photography and all the things. And so I just really appreciate you having me on. Yes. Thank you. Well, the feeling is mutual and I cannot wait to connect soon. And I hope you have a beautiful day. So go check out Kayla and we will connect soon. Bye for now, y'all. Wow. I am so grateful to connect you with Kayla. I love this conversation. And just like I mentioned, we got started. I love seeing Kayla's success and hearing her story because it gives me so much hope that it's possible for me and you too. We are capable of connecting with dream clients and having them invest in us because we are investing in their experiences. If you have your eye on a studio in town or even considering constructing one from the ground up, Kayla is proof that it's possible. If you have a dream in your heart, it's there for a reason. Listen to that whisper, write it down to make it tangible and work every day, little by little to make that dream your reality. Your Kayla is out there, babe. She's speaking at conferences and workshops around the country, popping up on podcasts, photographing timeless and beautiful photographs for families. She's a chicken tender. No, literally, she's raising chickens and two handsome little men on her land. She has the best recipes for venison and has recently started growing her own onions in her garden as well. Remember, we're all just one friendship or connection away from completely changing our lives. This is why I'm so passionate, and I mean like so passionate about introducing you to my real life friends, real people, real parents, real business owners, real dreamers. If you like this episode, you're going to love episode 91. It's a connection call with Cameron and Tia sharing a ton about AI, scaling their photography business, and investing in mentors. Episode number 89, Connection Call with Caitlin Workman. We chat about building a thriving business through connections and friendships. Truly, it's a good one. And Caitlin even has her own podcast as well. 
Episode number 56, creating a legit business with Paige Griffith, our favorite lawyer and contract maker. This episode is packed with tons of great conversation, aha moments, and education to help your business bloom. Plus, I'm sharing these friends specifically because we all connected through the Rising Tide Society. Through the years, we bumped into each other at conferences and events around the country. It's truly a joy to share this passion podcast and to connect you to the friends that have impacted my life and business. This episode is brought to you by The Greenhouse, the resource garden for photographers and entrepreneurs. Each season, new digital products, masterclasses, and education will be popping up. Check out kianamarie.com slash shop to learn more. Thank you for sharing your time with us today. We appreciate you. Make sure to follow along with Kayla and check out her shop as well. Learn more at kaylabrint.com. That's Kayla with a K, K-A-Y-L-A. B-R-I-N-T dot com. Everything will be linked in the show notes as well. We hope you have an incredible week and can't wait to connect again next week. This new year has a lineup of incredible guests and real life influencers in my life that have helped my business grow and my life expand. Keep on dancing, baby. Can't wait to chat soon. Okay, love you. Bye. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.